0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Driven Minds. It's your host, Franz Bowen. It's your co-host, Travis Weeks. And we have the lovely, the talented... Keanu Super Parker. wicked... Kiana Parks. You know what I mean? Super dope... Kiana Parks. Kiana Parks. Kiana <laughs> 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 Parks from the building. I guess I'm making it a habit now. Like I, I like um, interest people on um, the story behind them. But um, I'm going to say how I met Kiana was... Uh, was it social? <laughs> no, I think it was actually met at um the JQ NY party or whatnot. No what cool. that, that. No, cool. I just
1: remember knowing you. You remember, well, how, remember we, how we met? You remember how we met? We
0: had, a, um, I came to interview you. I came to go with you.
1: Oh,
0: we had, yeah, we ate and then we smoked. Exactly, yeah. yeah so we, <laughs> yo, first time meeting you, know, like, probably the second time, like officially meeting uh, we did an interview. It was dope. It was going like, yo, I fucked with you. I fucked with you, too. And then we smoked after that. Yeah, boom. I was like, you want to go back to the crib and smoke with me? and I with me? Uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, you that's, know what? That's one hell of an introduction, by the way. <laughs> after that, I'm like, for the record, if anybody meets Franz and y'all want to take me home and smoke me out, I'm with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's my hair, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. True. After that, I was like, "Yo, this is my people for life. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, that's for life." So yeah. So Keanu Parks is. Uh, I let her to tell you more about what she does. And,
1: you know, I tour around the world with Beyonce as her dancers. Say so you no. Know. <laughs> no, I'm a DJ here in New York, based in New York, and uh I um, am an artist also. So that's what I do. I paint. <laughs> a super dope artist. <laughs> Thank you. Man,
0: Thank you. it's. Not, not to like jump super far ahead, but it's, it's rare that somebody makes their artistic debut at Art Basel.
1: I got balls. That's uh-huh. Not uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so there's a story I tell like when my sister, well, me and my family, we went to Jamaica. And I don't know, it was kind of like a turning turn moment for me in my life because I just started DJing and, and uh, starting to like do things that scared me and just like, you know, mm-hmm. jump on things so whenever I do stuff like that I always think of that moment so it was a moment in Jamaica let me go back it was a moment in Jamaica where I jumped from this uh, Rick's Cafe there's like this cliff and it's like 20 feet tall and you can jump from it Sheesh. into the water okay. and it took me a few minutes I don't think it took like half an hour for me to actually do it I so just like, like, to at the courage to... yeah I just kept looking at it and I just actually just did it and now I think about that uh, moment anytime like I jump and just do something and our boss was just one up. of those things it took me like two minutes to like
0: decide to not do it (laughs) that's a (laughs) way how much Jamaican rum was involved in this decision?
1: yeah I was sober but it was just you know so like our father was kind of like one of those decisions that I made I was just like you know if you want to be taken seriously as an artist you have to do something to show people you how much you believe in yourself and that kind of was like what I did Mm, which is a very um
0: very dope thing about you that I've noticed about you noticed since you know we've been friends and uh um, even uh, yeah, I had a pleasure too to see your work in our to see. I the remember you talking about it her, to see you, you know, to see it come to vision, so that was that was really dope. But even just taking back a little bit, um, as far as your background, when did you realize that you had this, you know, artistic nature to yourself? When did um, you know, the same
1: you know,
0: time, I realized my name was
1: Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> really, I really don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I just I don't, not that I ever felt like, I just thought everyone was an artist, I I guess. It just was like something that I just did. And then um, as I got older, um, I was like in the fifth grade and uh, my Nana was tired of me wearing all this Tommy Hilfiger shit and all these names all over my clothes. And she was like, you know, next time we come to the house, don't have that on. (laughs) (laughs) And then I came to the house and I think we went to a rag shop or something, uh, and she just started telling me about, like, designing clothes, and uh, I could design my own clothes, and I just started drawing all the time. After that, I started really going hand with, like, drawing, like, clothes and, like, myself in the clothes. And, yeah, then it just became, like, oh, yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. What about um that uh connection with music?
1: Um, I mean, I've always been into music, to be honest with you. That was, like, even when I was a kid, my mom was always, like, I don't know, she still brings it up how, like, when I was a kid, I would just, like, be, like, beatboxing. Beat- not beatboxing, but, like, scatting or whatever, like, in the grocery store. Oh, word! Right. <laughs> and everyone's was like, what is she singing? Like, because I love jazz music, you know. I go up doing really? jazz music, and, uh, you know, we went to church. My mom was a singer, and she still sings, but she, you know, we... Traveled with her singing. Um, she did like a, she was like in a cover band. So me and my sister would like go to um, different places and her. Would song. they cover like gospel
0: music or oh, no, just all types did, of? Did like the secular. Church
1: listens to gospel music, but my mother is saying like white heavies, Bruce uh, theory, mm. uh, Sade like people like that, like Anita Baker. Oh, so wow. right, yeah. so I love we some we Anita Baker. Yeah, oh yeah. Me her <laughs> yeah. She's, she's great. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's how I kind of, like, got into music. And I can't sing, so DJing was kind of like, let's do it. Gosh, you gosh, you
0: gosh. So you was technically always a DJ, but before you decided to make that physical transformation, where, was, where were you before that?
1: I mean, I used to, I was working in fashion since I was 17. My uncle was a stylist, he was a stylist and uh, then he just, like, start. he was doing, always doing photo shoots, and then he was like, oh, can I come up with you? So I, like... Help him style like New Edition, Bobby Valentino, who we were talking about earlier, like different people like that, and mm-hmm. um like music soul child, and like photo shoots for Ineke and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept working in fashion until I was twenty five. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> that's what I did before.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right, so who is this somebody special in your life that just instilled in you like, okay, this is what you want to do. You should go after your dreams. You should chase this. Like, you know, there's a lot of times where you want to come up. You kind of like feel like you should go a certain route. feeling Me get money, let me do what I gotta do. What, you know, who is still that in me? Like, yo, I gotta go after it was.
1: Well, I kind of had like a a mid 20s breakdown, like a really bad breakdown. And,
0: um, that mid 20s life crisis. I kind of did because, you know, when I was younger, I I, I grew up in church
1: and everything was, you know, my grandmother was the first lady, and I kind of wanted that for myself. Like, Mm I wanted, you know, to be have a certain lifestyle like by a certain age like i was like by the time i'm 25 26 Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have kids and be married and be the first lady you had your hat picked out didn't you i mean i did (laughs) (laughs) you know um me and my ex we kind of just like fell apart and then my grandfather passed so i just i was going through a lot of stuff like most Mm. of us too and um i don't know i just started like Finding like music and and uh, like listening to a lot of music more so because I had more time so I had quit my job and I was just like right. home and uh anyways my family was there for me really and uh, they pushed me when I decided I wanted to DJ they were just like all right so if this is what you're gonna do let's do it right. you know so my sister would drive me different places and then my dad was like yes. he had uh, my dad is a DJ uh, also mm. uh, my mm. sister's my sister's here. But uh, my dad is a DJ also, so he had to set up downstairs. Oh, nice. So I would go and practice, and my mom's like, you can practice until 5, but after that, that's enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So every day, I would go downstairs at like 10 o'clock in the morning and practice until like 5 uh, in the afternoon. I mean, in the early evening. Every day, I would do that for like a few months until I got my first gig.
0: Yeah, that's a plan. Yeah, uh, It's always interesting how like adversity leads you to like either a new level or a new part of your life or a new... Yeah. new no Experience. Like, there's always some type of. There's always a
1: light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's always a test. People, you know, God tests you. Put you in those little. They put you in that corner, remind you who's in charge. <laughs> what was
0: your What was your first gig, and what was that experience like?
1: Uh, so my first gig was a uh, grilled cheese party with Reebok. Mm. was With a uh, great Scott McKenzie was. Posting it. Our first, yeah, our first, yeah. Yeah, I mean, first, yeah. yeah. funny. So Scott was like, you know, I follow him on Instagram, and, I'm not Instagram, but like uh, Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, he kept putting up this flyer, like, oh, I'm doing this girl cheese party, and he's like posting pictures of him, like, you know, at the venue, like, yeah, we're gonna have it here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "There's no DJ on that flyer." So I literally hit him up on Facebook and was just like, "Yo, I noticed that you didn't have a DJ. I'm out here. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, like you know, I noticed you have a DJ. I'll bring my own equipment. I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. What's up? I was like, here's my plush, my press kit, here's my here's my mixtape. And that was like, I didn't have no gigs and I had a press kit." Oh Yeah. <laughs> How real is that? I mean, I went to school for marketing and, you know, graphic design, so it wasn't anything that didn't, like, you know, I didn't know how to do. So I just, I put it together and, um, you know, I, mean,
0: I sent it to him. Which is, which, like, is, I loved which is dope. it is dope. Which me down. Just to say, in the jet, which is dope, I, I think we was kicking it one time and, I think you, were, um, you would do like making your own flyer or something like that and putting together something. I'm like, yo, who, who does this for you? She's like, yeah, I do all this. I do my press kits. I send it out and I know how yeah. to the whole process. Which oh, yeah.
1: Is- I mean, but that's that's the thing. I think that everyone should be, is you should always know how to do everything for yourself so then when you hire somebody, you know, if they're fucking up. Can mm. Good. Good. <laughs> like no um, you can't do it because I've done it and I've done it in this amount of times and if I can do it then why would I pay you to do it if you can't get it done and it's, you know if I, if I can get it done in, in 24 hours it's just like why can't you so I mm. can paying you you know? right. I was like um, yes you can because I know because I've done it before <laughs> <So Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine
0: you you know, so like, you take a lot of ownership in your in your brand
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you should. I mean it's it's my brand. My brand is Keanu Parks. Keanu Parks is is everything, that's all me. So it's just like whatever represents me, I take very much pride in that. That's that that right. is my representation. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean it's funny too, so one thing how you I feel like you um you kinda just like play down, which is I think I told you it's how like it's super dope to me. It's like you're in your mid twenties now, you've you know, you've choked in fashion. fashion did really Cool things, and now you're transitioning now to music. You're transitioning mm-hmm. to being a DJ. And did you have a vision at this point of you know being a big major DJ, or did you just like this is something I'm gonna play with, see what happens?
1: Um, honestly, I don't remember what I was thinking at that moment. I just didn't want to be in the space that I was in. Mm-hmm. and it was like a moment there was a moment when i like was having like my breakdown and i, I had at the time i, I had started i already had kianaparts.com because i had started uh kiana branding designs where i was just like helping people with their branding
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um my, like i was you know just going through it and my sister comes in the room and she's like you're not being a big sister and that moment was like a lot to me because. <clears> like, <throat> that I was like, oh hell no, (laughs) you know, I gotta be better, so then I just kind of was just like, you know, it's time, it's time to get up and then, you know, do something, so it's just like, I gotta make money, and then I saw that there was a way to make money in this, and I had fun, and it was music, and I was just like, oh shit, I like this, like, I just want to make a lot of money, (laughs) that was like, doing what I love, I was like, I can actually do this, and, you know, and do what I love, and, uh, I was also interning with DJ Kiss, and another aha moment for me was um, I had been with her, and she was doing the Herve, uh her what was it called, Herve Herve Leisure. Herve, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was doing the after party for their fashion show, oh, and wow. she's like, "Well, you know, afterwards she's like, I'll drop you to Port Authority, and she takes me to Port Authority in the car. She's like, Listen, and she's like, you know that closet at my home one day it could be yours." And I was like, "Oh shit, you're right. You believe in me." I played it. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit, I could be making this money out here. Let's get this money. <laughs> I'm so here for it. So yeah, that was like a moment for me too. Let's mm, fly.
0: So um tell us a little bit about uh DJ for a cure. Uh
1: so DJ for a Cure, I'm a cancer survivor. Um and DJ for a cure was something I felt like I needed to start because a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people knew really my story, but Before that, I had, and I never even mentioned this, but I had an event uh, before DJ for cure even started, before I started DJing, low key, like in Patterson, before I was Keanu Parks. uh, It was called We Worn Cancer, and it was like more, it was like trying to, I really was trying to convince myself that I'm not gonna let cancer, you know, be Be my mentality, or just like the idea of it coming back and like taking charge, because I was like living in this bubble, because I was so scared it was gonna come back, you know? And um, so I had already been familiar with you know, doing a fundraiser, or whatever, and then, but when I started being a DJ, I didn't want to tell my story about being a cancer survivor because I didn't want to get petty. I don't like—I mean, pity. I just don't want anybody. Oh, you survived cancer. Oh my God! Like I was just—I didn't want to hear that. I didn't hear—I didn't want to hear it when I had cancer. I didn't tell anyone right. except my close friends knew. Uh, and then people start to figure it out once I start to lose a lot of weight <laughs> and look sickly. But um, so yeah, when I started DJ for a cure, I was just like, all right. So if I'm going to tell my story. I have to do something or give something back I can't I can't win from this and not give back you know because because I I knew once I told people I had cancer before it was just gonna be a thing and like I might get booked for gigs just because I had cancer and I was just like well I'm not gonna do that in vain you know it's not about me so I started DJ For A Cure, and then we used, uh, you know, the, the movement was basically for DJs to do things to help, for music to help people get over things or get into a better mind state, so for like cancer patients, even their family and friends, because even me in my darkest moments, music was everything I had, <clears throat> you know, when I had cancer, I listened to Amel LaRue, uh... And Mariah <laughs> Carey and Kanye West. Like right after my last chemo session, I rushed to Best, Best Buy. It was right by my uh, cancer center in Paramus, New Jersey, and I like was like, Mom, I was like, you gotta take me to um, Best Buy because <laughs> uh, I think late late registration had just come out. Oh wow! Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, so, that's a that's an interesting. Um Collection of artists like because each of their like Kanye has that super self esteem, believe in myself music. Mariah has that like light and lively. But at the same time, like still kind of soul music.
1: Yeah, movie. well, Emancipation of Mimi had just, coming out. Mm-hmm. just come out. So great she out. had like snorkels and all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she was, it was good. It was just like fun. It was upbeat, you know. So, like, when I had to do it, like, my PET scans, like, it would, PET scans sometimes would take like an hour. Mm-hmm. So, they would let me bring in a CD, because back then we used CDs. <laughs> I would bring in the CD and they put it, and like, I got to listen to it while I, uh, I, you yeah, know was in that uh, in that mind space so instead of like thinking negatively I just go oh da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fly instead or I know you know singing certain songs about getting up and I and I and, and you're beautiful and being strong as a woman or as a person period so was like how much
0: hopefully it's not like a super intrusive question but how much of that do you attribute to your to your recovery as far as like that the power of positive thinking like do you
1: I think I mean I think it had a lot to do with it because I I didn't cry. I only cried once doing the whole thing that mm-hmm. was like right after when um, I mean while I was going through it I only cried once and I still can't believe that because I like, cried a lot but <laughs> um, yeah the when, the day I had to cut my hair off that's when I was just like my mom took me to the barbershop, shop and I, like when I got home I was just like tore my room up and down like, and I just cried. But like, that was the only time, but most of the time it was kind of like, I was kind of positive. My friends kept me upbeat too. too. was just like, you know. If I wasn't homesick, I would be homesick for like three days and then the rest of the time I'd be out with my friends. Right. So it kinda cut me upbeat, especially Kanye. Well, yo, easy. <laughs> Kanye yeah. was a cocky motherfucker. I mean like cocky
0: <laughs> <laughs> <the> is <laughs> <laughs> you, put the, you know Yo, Kanye put the ultimate battery you know, yeah. in like, that. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: but he yeah, has songs like We Fall Down, it's like it was like no, all falls down, it's it just true. like All Falls Down is like one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. especially because like that he talks about like self esteem and and, and looking in the mirror and thinking of certain things Absolutely. and what people think and I was just like I connect with this dude I don't know really what this dude and I didn't even listen to hip hop like that you know right. so that was like a big thing for me because Kanye's the black album was like my first hip hop album that I ever owned mm. and then Kanye's album was the second that's a great start by <laughs> the
0: way that's a great start yeah,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, just I it wasn't a part of my collection right. at the time. My
0: collection was consisted of Madonna and Kravitz. Oh wow, because Charlotte <laughs> not, not, not anything about it. I explained your eclectic taste and how you spin it, but not. But even yeah. like a quote by um um by Kanye when he said which makes sense to what you're saying, is like if you're if you're um if you listen, if you love Kanye West music, you're not a fan of Kanye West, you're a fan of yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. how he describes uh, it was something like that phrase. That's how he describes, you know, um, his music. Which I feel the same way. Like he just puts that battery and get back, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to you for first of all overcoming that, you know, that time in your life, and then you know, just um still, you know, aspiring to something new, you know, and um and really doing your thing. DJ, not your DJ Kiana Parks. I know, it's so weird. You have a drop, I do an excellent drop, DJ Kiana Parks. (laughs) Oh man. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Undone Project? Oh, the Undone
1: Project, yeah. Yeah, Not a visual artist, Kiana Parks. Yeah, but that has a lot to do with what I was saying earlier too. I mean, just like everything that I had gone through I still feel undone. It's still weird to me that I'm like a DJ and I'm doing all this and Mm-hmm. I get to wake up and do what I love and like you know amazing get to, like king and shit mm-hmm. I still feel undone though I still feel, yeah. it, does, it doesn't feel like this is it you know in
0: what ways do you feel like you're growing or maturing or advancing
1: um
0: like what's something new that you've discovered about yourself I think oh, with every
1: level Every goal that I, I like achieve, I'm I learn more about myself right. and I'm more about the people around me too. Mm-hmm. And like even you know, I just like different things that I've gone through in my life. I'm 30 years old, so it's like not only did I have like cancer, but all this all this other shit, but I have normal shit too with with your friends and different things that you've gone through. I don't know. I just feel right. <laughs> like. I've right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seen it all yeah. I just yeah I mean I
0: just uh, you know certain things I don't know and you, you it was, was cool is that you were able to show different you know different sides to so yourself it just shows that you know you can do more than one thing you can you know work in fashion also if you have a passion for something else you can project that too. really be DJing like yourself and you know art visual art like you yeah. can you can put yourself. You can walk and shoot gun. Like you know, maybe people feel like they yeah. just have to do one thing. When about. it
1: comes, when it comes naturally. But like fashion, for me, wasn't my thing. Like mm-hmm. I, you, you know, I, I did a lot of things in fashion. I just was, I was never happy about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was passionate about it, but I really wasn't. And um, I heard TDJ's did this this this, this like uh, sermon one time, and he was talking about instinct mm-hmm. and I wanted to move on from certain things, like you know, you. Mm-hmm. I know that it's at the time. I was like, um really? I'm not the best at this <laughs> and I know that I can get over all this shit to just be mediocre. So mm-hmm. what's up? <laughs> <All right. laughs> that was also part of my breakdown because I was just like, Well, I kinda, uh-uh. I'm not here to be mediocre. I have all these dreams and wants and desires to be oh, to yeah. be sitting here working Dang. with somebody else who calls right. me pain. I <laughs> feel that. It's like damn, like how
0: long are you supposed to have potential for? Like when mm-hmm. when do you gonna like realize that shit like where's step into that shit.
1: yeah you know i don't, for me it was just like a matter of like i it was like a lot of shit that i had gone through it was it was bigger than djing for me and it still is it's it's more about my connection and journey with god at the end of the day because like mm. when that when i kind of was going through that moment in my life where i was like really depressed my relationship with god was i mean like bond uh, because I mean I was like cursing him out all the time, like, Fuck you, be uh, real or how minute. how you get to get now I don't understand why Kanye said why woman get to have all that power like right. why you get to have all that and then it you know, it just kinda of, like developed and I started to question God and then next thing I know I was talking to him all the time and then bringing him with me throughout my day. And right. then you had a little Jacob Ladder moment. I did, and then it just became like every time I asked him for something, it was just like, you know, then I started to be like, you know, God, I hope that my will, my desires become parallel to your will for my life. And change. then, thing you know, as my, my desires really did start to change. The things that I wanted, the things that I thought about, researched, or wanted to research. Um, and then, you know, everything from there, it was just like if I prayed for something and it came true... It wasn't about that thing coming true, it was just like, it was more about like, damn, like, you really did that shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Remember, when we was quiet, and we was just and you, like you actually did that shit. So it was right. like, damn, like, those are the moments that's just like, yes, and that's, that's the fire behind me. It's just like, when, you know, even with our balls, it was just like, yo, we really down here. Mm-hmm. You know, we really... really got me here. Thank you. And, you know,
0: I still have those moments all the time. It's just like, thank you. I can't believe this is happening. That's tremendous. I like what you just said there, too, because not to go too deep, you know, not to get tickets to church and that like that. You know know what I'm saying? But but when you learn how to pray and when you learn how to ask for stuff, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's different between saying, like, I just want this, but you just learn, you know, how to request your desires when you get that connection, I feel like things start, you know, coming together. Yeah, yeah. I think.
1: I mean, you know, like I tell people all the time, did you pray for it? Did you talk to God about it? And I and I hope that people understand when I say that. Like I feel like my relationship with God, uh, prior to two thousand what twelve or whatever, or two thousand eleven or whatever, was different from my relationship with God now. Like before I thought I had a relationship with God, but mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't like a real thing. Like you know, like I talked to him a certain way because it, it was God. You know, you don't talk to him that way. Mm-hmm. But then it became like where you go through your ugly and stuff, and you're like, you see, you see me, so we here. Like you know like, mm-hmm. you see me while I'm shitting, you see me while I'm doing X, Y, and Z <laughs> that you know I'm not supposed to be doing. And meanwhile at the same time I'm like, you got me here. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you we know, like, relationship and now sure. you know like now it's just it's just different like talking to god about certain things like you know i am who i am and i walk boldly now when i was right. growing up my grandfather whenever he because i grew up in church and whenever you know he would say he would say go up and go up and, and do, do this uh scripture or do this that and the other and then me and my sister like oh i'm shy my sister would never shy but i'd be shy all the time Karen <laughs> was never shy <laughs> But I'll I wish that all the time, and she. And then he'd say, like, if you have God, you should be, or you know, you're not. Uh, what did he used to say? Like, you're bold with God, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't not be bold with without with God like you know when you have God you're always bold you know who, you know you know who right, you're right. to and he'll say just do it like thank you, says <laughs> you know true sure. and I didn't understand that until I got older and even I still have my moments where I'm like nervous all the time but it's just like once you have God and, and you know like it's just like what's the worst that's gonna happen. He feeds the birds, he take care of them, why he take care of me. Mm. You know? True indeed that's fine. I like
0: that. I remember um, going to a party not too long ago. I forgot where he was at. I think it was. That's an L transition, by the way. Yeah, right. You tell me what it man. You feel me, too. You know? But um, um, I think I want to mention him, too. I think it was your homegirl from Jersey. I think her name was Giselle. Pepper right? what was dope is that you had. It was like a younger crowd, too. Like, probably, like you know, I guess early 20s or late teens whatever, but they were Millie really rocking and then at one portion they was doing the electric slide I'm like yo like she My just had it just turns up. Up. <laughs> remember the drink went on um, um cause when they started electric slide, whatever they did I moved back cause I ain't trying to get into shit but mm-hmm. remember it was the drink but um me and you went actually did, did <laughs> it a couple weeks ago? nah this was the one we went to at Image Gallery in Brooklyn oh
1: okay okay,
0: okay. yeah so I said all that to see you you know it was how um how would you describe your um your DJing style? I
1: play good music. That's it. I play the music I like. Great and, answer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There's there's no other. I like bass. I like a vibe. I like to bounce. You know, <laughs> yeah, I like Jay-Z bounce to me. Generally. Um. Yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. I like music and I like good music. That's it. I don't think I play any better. Especially
0: jazz. Can you uh, touch on that a little
1: bit? Simone is my favorite. Mm, I mean, Centerman, Talk hmm. about it. No, um, My Baby my baby Don't Care is actually my favorite. Oh, wow. Favorite. Wow. Yeah, that's my actual favorite, Nina Simone song. And then like Charlie Parker, like, you know, all that King movie. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I like a lot of people.
0: <laughs> is there like a favorite type yeah. of music? Do you like Miles huh? at all? Huh? You like Miles?
1: Moss is cool. I like Miles. I like Ella, Ella's. Ellis. Their music is a little
0: bit more uh, somber, kind of. Yeah, bit it's bit a, little, it's thoughtful. a little more chill. A little yeah, more chill.
1: but I like funk too. Like even like Miles Davis, but and his wife uh, Betty Davis is also awesome. Also, so she did like like funk you know really? music too. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She one of one of my favorite songs is um, I Ain't Gonna Love You. It's like one of my favorite songs, it's done with his wife, so, mm. yeah. I cool. got to so write that down. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a good song. It's a good song. And then Billie Holiday, like she mean, uh-huh. amazing. I mean, sure. you
0: know, what you gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Whatever. You have a question? No, I'm, I'm just enjoying speaking to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: kind where do you see... Who is Keanu Parks in in five years? Where do you see your brain growing? What do you What do you visualize for yourself?
1: Mm, I don't know. Where God I take me? Because I stopped I stopped doing that so much because I stopped be making myself upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never know. I just. I mean, I do see myself being happy with, and I and I, This is one thing I want. I don't know if I see it, but I want to have a lot of money in my bank. I don't know if that is gonna have it. I Somewhere on a beach. Probably mm-hmm. in California.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if somebody starting off, um, say a young girl out there, like, or a young dude, no matter. Um, starting off, wanting to DJ. What advice would you give them? What advice would
1: you tell them not know, Like I mean, I would say the stuff, the same stuff to DJs or whoever you are. It's just like I mean, whatever you do, I think you should practice your craft and. and if you say you're passionate about it, be passionate. That's not something that you wake up thinking about. You need to move on. Mm. I think that. So if you don't wake up wanting to practice DJ, I think you need to move on. Like, especially when I Like, for me, it was, like, cracking in the beginning. I was just like, oh, I'm going to go down and see this. Like, <laughs> right. like, I'm ready. Or, like, even when we was in the car, like, I had downloaded the, the apps and shit. It was, like, practicing in the car, in the car like, with the apps. Like, yeah, you're just <laughs> killing the 80s uh, Like, like I mean, you know, <laughs> so it was just, like... It's, if this is not something that you think about all the time, it's just like you don't th- you don't wake up thinking about bl- blends or you hear a song and it's just like oh I wonder if I put this put that with this mm-hmm. if it'll sound good or whatever. I'm just think like, you know you want to learn everything. If you don't wake up like that, you need to move on. And if you do wake up like that, that's great. You need to feed that, feed it. Go practice. Go and don't let anybody like shut you down, tell you your music is whack, whatever. Because I mean, plenty of people told me my music is whack. But I don't really care most of the time because I'm just like, well, I'm can <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah, you have it. yeah. All
0: right. Well, where can we find you on uh, the social?
1: Kiana Parks everywhere. Kiana Parks. Google me. Just put Kiana Parks. <laughs> Kiana with a K or a K? Q U I A N A. Q U I is key. A N A is honor. And hopefully you'll see uh,
0: <laughs> Kiana blessing uh, one of our events or yes. her DJing very are, soon. You heard of Jake. And Art. Yes. There you go. Art events as well, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So we definitely want to thank you again for doing our podcast. We appreciate it. And
1: yeah. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Stay driven young. Stay driven